Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, where we use advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning so you can quickly and easily start speaking Japanese. Hi, Greg here. Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, Episode 5. Before doing some review, let's learn some vocabulary we can use in today's lesson. These are easy cognates and are all places where we can get food or drinks. Staba. Staba. I always order a large white mocha with ice when I go to. Staba. In English, we say Starbucks. In Japanese, the common way to say it these days is a shortened. Staba. Okay, next. I used to eat Big Macs at マクドナルド. For clarity, you can use the longer version of McDonald's, but these days the short version is popular. You and a friend were just talking about grabbing some coffee. Walking in a shopping area, you come around the corner and notice a Starbucks. How would you point it out to a friend? You and a friend head to McDonald's. You go to where you thought it was located, but to your surprise, it's not there anymore. How would you bring up and mention the fact that there's no McDonald's, that McDonald's doesn't exist in a particular location. Okay, two more. These aren't restaurants, but we can still buy food and other things there. Actually, there used to be a McDonald's where you went, but it was converted into a 7-Eleven Konbini. And again, this cognate is really shortened. We'd say convenience store, but in Japanese, they're dropping the store part and shortening the convenience part, leaving us with just Konbini. And finally, スーパー. スーパー. When I go grocery shopping for things like fruit, vegetables, milk, eggs, and things like that, I go to a スーパー. Can you think of what word this is in English? The Japanese version is just the first part of the longer English version. スーパー. Did you get it? Supermarket. Supermarket. In Japanese, try saying convenience store and a supermarket. Point out to a friend that a convenience store and a supermarket exist. For that one, you may have noticed that ga wasn't dropped. Keep in mind, there is no requirement to drop or not drop them. As sentences get longer, particles won't be dropped as much because they provide clarity and meaning. 
For quick sentences that are just a couple words, where there's little chance for confusion, they are more likely to be dropped. Alright, we're going to learn a new particle, but first we need a new verb, or action word, as I like to call them. First, just listen. Iku. Iku. See if you can figure out the meaning from context. Your friend asks what your plans are for the day. You say, I need some new shoes, so I'm gonna Iku. to the shoe store. Or, a guy says to his friend, I want to grab a donut. Do you want to Iku with me? His friend says, Sure, where do you want to Iku? He says, Let's Iku to my favorite donut shop, Mr. Donuts. So in English we say go. In Japanese they'd say Iku. By the way, Mr. Donuts or in Japanese Mr. Donuts is an actual donut chain store in Japan. In fact, I went to the one in Kyoto Station when I was last there. When talking about it, people tend to shorten it to just misudo. Misudo. Okay, so now we have a bunch of country names and places we can work with, and we learn the Japanese word for go. One thing to keep in mind about Japanese word order is that verbs always go at the end. If you recall, iru and aru are the verbs for existence, and they've always been at the end of the sentence. So just listen to the following sentences in very casual Japanese and let the pattern sink in. Chris says, I feel like having some coffee, so he picks up his car keys and heads out the door, saying, Staba iku. Staba iku. And asks, Do you want me to bring you back a coffee or something? You say, Nah, I could use a burger though. Chris says, Okay, after. Staba. Maku iku. Maku iku. Then he asks, You want a Big Mac or what? You say, You know, never mind. I need to pick up some groceries anyway. So later. This is pretty simple, really, keeping in mind that this is very casual Japanese. We're just saying the place and go or will go, as the dictionary form of verbs is also future tense. For these, the idea was that the person was about to leave, and so would be along the lines of I'm going to go to Starbucks. For this type of future tense, we can use the dictionary form of verbs. And notice we haven't used any pronouns. In Japanese, when who is doing what is clear, they are usually dropped. If there are two people in the room, and one person says directly to the other, Starbucks go, and it's not a question, it's pretty clear that the speaker is the one that is going. And so, I isn't necessary. Okay, you give it a try. With just two words, say the casual Japanese equivalent of I'm going to go to McDonald's. Again, just two words. Try saying I'm going to go to the convenience store. I'm going to go to the grocery store or supermarket. Super 
Keep in mind, in very casual Japanese, it's common to drop particles. That being said, I want to introduce another particle, so let's switch to polite Japanese. As always, instead of rules, it's best that you be guided to figure out the pattern on your own, which approximates how we all internalized grammar when we're young. In casual Japanese, we heard speaking politely. Casual. Polite. Casual. Polite. Okay, you give it a try. With just that and having yet to explain anything, see if you can get the next ones right. First, casual Japanese. I'm going to go to Starbucks. Starbucks. And polite. Starbucks. Casual Japanese. I'm going to go to the United States. America. And polite. America. You may have noticed for the I'm going to Starbucks example, the ni particle was dropped. But in the I'm going to the US example, ni wasn't dropped. This is really a feel thing. The difference in the communication of the idea, gonna run over to Starbucks real quick, versus gonna run over to the United States real quick, the structure is the same, but the feel is entirely different. So, the tendency in Japanese is that this bigger event that requires planning versus running an errand will use the particle for clarity. Nothing to worry about really as a student, as you can always use particles if you want. It's just something to be aware of if you encounter it and are wondering. Let's break a couple of these down and see what's going on. Literally, just Starbucks the particle ni, and then the action word go, or ikimasu. As I mentioned, for an English speaker who is just getting started with Japanese, this sentence will feel fairly incomplete, and it's worth mentioning again. In Japanese, if who we are talking about is understood, the pronoun is often dropped. So if translating into natural English, the speaker would have said, I'm going to Starbucks. Japanese textbooks for beginners will usually include the pronouns in sample sentences, for example, I, he, she, or you. But really, it's not natural to include them anywhere near as much as we do in English. And the sooner you get used to dropping them as Japanese people would, the better, because it does feel strange at first. And now here's your tip of the day from Japanese Made Easy. I invite people to write in with questions and comments, and one came in recently that I'd like to share. A listener wrote in saying a little bit about themselves and had a couple questions about life in Japan. They mentioned, I'm really enjoying the podcast, thank you for that, and the main question was, 
I'm not sure if I should learn polite or casual Japanese, which should I be focusing on? Good question. It depends, really, on what your plans are for the language. If you're a complete beginner and are coming to Japan for a brief stay, say maybe a week or two, and don't plan on continuing to study after your trip, I would focus on polite Japanese, as that is what you will want to use with most adults that you encounter out in public and with people that you're introduced to. If you're going to stay longer term, learn them both and give them equal practice time. If your plan is to be a speaker of the Japanese language, then being able to switch between polite and casual Japanese falls under that umbrella. You need to be able to do both, and one really doesn't have priority over the other, in my opinion. Simply, when learning new words or constructions, make sure to practice both side by side. So it's not a matter of one or the other. And, on a side note, by the end of this podcast, you will have a firm grasp on how to change polite to casual, and casual to polite, generally speaking. So just continue practicing like that, and you'll be fine. I hope that helps. I guess by now you are starting to pick up on the pattern for this usage of ni. So let's look at the SLT. SLT stands for Super Literal Translation, and will help us to understand and use particles correctly in Japanese. Imagine you and a friend who doesn't speak any Japanese are at the airport, and you run into a Japanese guy who is a business acquaintance. You ask where he's headed. He replies, your friend, who doesn't speak Japanese, asks you, what did he say? How would you translate into English for your friend? You'd likely say, he said he's going to Canada. Okay, so that's just a translation. A literal translation, for the purpose of studying, as we do here in the podcast, would be, Canada, then the particle ni, then will go. But a super literal translation will be even deeper. We'll get to the core of what the particle is telling us as well. So let's replace ni with the super literal translation. Canada ni would be Canada is the target location of the following action word. Will go. One more time. Canada is the target location of the following action word, will go. That seems like a lot, so let's dial it back just a bit. If the person had said, America ni ikimasu, the super literal translation I'd give this is, America, then instead of ni, is the target location of go. You get the idea, right? For the sake of understanding, and again, not confusing ni with other particles that we might use, we replace it with, is the target location of the action word. Where are you headed? Polite Japanese, tell them, I'm going to Mexico. Mexico ni ikimasu. I bet you got that with no problem, and the super literal translation, shortening it a bit, Mexico, target location of, 
go. We haven't learned the following Japanese yet, but watch how we can now just plug in the idea of ni equals target location of the action word. Speaking of money, to put it in a wallet, this would be phrased wallet ni put in. Wallet is the target location of the action word put in. To write on a piece of paper, paper ni write. Paper is the target location of write. Continuing with polite Japanese, tell someone you are going to Australia. What's the short super literal translation? Australia, target location of go. Tell somebody you're going to New Zealand. New Zealand. I want to mention and stress the point again that this is just one particular usage of the ni particle. There are other usages that have nothing to do with this one. So, just as we learned a specific use of ga, we want to do the same with ni. That is, understand it and then practice it when speaking so it becomes second nature before we add any other usages of the same particle. Let's add some well known cities in Japan. First, let's listen to get a feel for the pronunciation. Tokyo. Tokyo. 大阪大阪京都京都東京大阪京都京都。As I mentioned in the last episode, for Japanese Mastery Method members, this will be review and you should already know the SLT for NI. But this casual versus polite practice is worth doing. Okay, polite Japanese, tell somebody you're going to Tokyo. Tokyo ni ikimasu. Tokyo ni ikimasu. Osaka. Osaka ni ikimasu. Osaka ni ikimasu. Imagine your friend is a photographer and is traveling around taking photos. You ask him what city he's headed to next. In casual Japanese, without dropping the particle because it's not just an errand, but more along the lines of traveling, how would he say, I'm going to Kyoto? Kyoto ni iku. Casual Japanese say, I'm going to the supermarket. Super iku. Same thing, but polite. Super ni ikimasu. And what's the super literal translation or SLT? Supermarket or grocery store, target location of go or will go. Why do we want to remember the SLT? The reason is that when you start to learn a variety of particles and more and more separate usages of the same particle, we can self check the usage by replacing the particle with the corresponding super literal translation. Alright, polite Japanese. 
Tell somebody you're going to the supermarket and convenience store. Literally, we had grocery store and convenience store are the target location of the action word go. Somebody's going to McDonald's and Starbucks. And quick note, not a rule, just a feeling. We're using the longer version of McDonald's when speaking politely because it feels a bit more formal than the somewhat slangy shorter version. Okay, almost done. You expect to see a supermarket, but it's no longer there. In polite Japanese, how would you point out or mention that the supermarket doesn't exist? And the same thing but casual. Since the supermarket is no longer a shopping option, you decide to continue down the street to where you know there is a convenience store. You get near and wait, what? It's gone too? Now it's a tire store. Still casual, point out and mention there's no convenience store. An older man says in Japanese, What'd you say? Tell him in polite Japanese. Casual Japanese, your friend Pat, who used to work at the Konbini, is no longer there. Mention it out loud, basically bringing it up to anybody who might be listening or talking to yourself, even. The old man puts his hand to his ear again and says, What'd you say there? Politely tell him, All right, awesome job. Your speaking homework for this lesson is to practice telling actual people or imaginary people where you are going. Try to remember all the places we learned so far, but also use any places you might know in Japanese. And because pattern and construction practice are really the key to fluency and fast, smooth speaking, you can substitute places you don't know in Japanese. Anything is fine, like if you don't know the word for aquarium. Still, you can practice the pattern. Aquarium ni ikimasu. When you eventually learn these words, you'll be able to just plug them in. As usual, I've made an extra practice version of today's lesson. You can grab that over at JapaneseMadeEasy.com. And I'll see you in the next episode. This has been another episode of Japanese Made Easy. For additional practice audios and downloads, visit JapaneseMadeEasy.com. 